You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios, live in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Chatting with Kathy. Hello everyone, I'm Kathy Kelly, this is Chatting with Kathy, Bing is for doing, and today we are doing an interview with singer, songwriter, YouTube sensation, Ryan Vitti. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, I'm super stoked to be here. And you have accomplished so much, such a young age, you're 17 years old. Yes, um, it's, you know, this has all been really crazy, um, but... Um, long long ride for sure, but uh, super grateful for everyone who's gotten me to where I'm at. Uh, it's definitely a dream come true. Yeah. Um, so I want to take it back to the very beginning to learn about your journey. Um, you started, you were born. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we all were. We yes. all were at one time. Um, I was going to say your birthday because uh, it's <laughs> September 25th, yes. 1995, oh, right? Great job. I, yeah. I remembered that because mine's September 27th. Oh, shoot. So, well, maybe we could have like a joint birthday party. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be so cool. Um, so, for real though, you grew up in Clovis, California. Yeah. You are the youngest of five. I actually, um, I have one younger brother. Oh, you do? But he doesn't uh, get that much attention um, <laughs> as much as he would like to. <laughs> but uh, So you act no, more like Kenny, the baby? if you're watching this, um, yeah, um, you know, I, I, I'll remember you. Don't worry. <laughs> you are you are still part of the family, even though you might not always get noticed. But uh, that's so sad. No, I'm just kidding. Kenny is Kenny's my favorite. So um, he's your favorite. Yeah, he's probably yeah. He's you're not allowed to because have a favorite we're. Um, I mean, I think I am, okay. but uh, I think just because he's my only brother. Uh, it's, so it's cool to have like mm-hmm. um, you know don't have an older brother. I have all four older sisters, okay. which is um, crazy yeah. in itself. But. Uh, Having like a just another you know a brother is is awesome, and he's a fr- he's about to finish his freshman year of high school. Oh. So um, is we're in the he, we're in the same place of I was a freshman when my sister Jenny was a senior, and now he's a freshman when I'm a senior. So I kind of know exactly where he's at right now, mm-hmm. and um, does he I, look I remember up to that you? Feeling. Yeah, I feel like he does. Hopefully, hopefully I set a, a good example for him. But uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, he's um, but he's a great kid. Yeah. So, what was life like growing up um, in such a big family? Um, it was crazy. Um, but I mean, I didn't know anything otherwise. I didn't know anything different, so it was normal to me. But looking back, I mean, it, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Having a big family is awesome, and um, you know, they're always there for me. I have a huge support support system. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, have been my biggest fans ever since you know I could sing or even speak. And um, so there's, they've always been there for me, and uh, that's probably one of the greatest feelings ever is having a, a support system like them. Yeah, and I know that you have a very musical family. Your mom is a choir teacher. Yeah. And your sister Jenny is also a singer. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, she. Um, so we did a couple covers together, me mm-hmm. and Jenny. And my mom is a choir teacher at a elementary school, and uh, she loves that. And um, she just she this was her first year doing it. Um, but I feel like that job is like perfect for her because she's really good with mm-hmm. kids and stuff, and they seem to really enjoy having her as a teacher. So I feel like um, 
if she, even if she wasn't my mom, like she would be like my dream teacher because she's so cool, like to all the kids. So <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Did um, having such a musical family influence you getting into music? Definitely. Um, you know, growing up, uh, just driving in the car wherever we were going, like my dad would play some really awesome music. Um, so, Dad, if you're listening, I am giving you credit for that. Um, <laughs> He he did uh, put me onto some good music and uh, some of my Im- biggest influences in music as well. So definitely grateful for that. Um, my music probably would be a lot different if I hadn't grown up listening to the music that I did and uh, having those influences. Cool. Um, so I know that you grew up in Clovis, California. We already talked about that. But once your career started taking off, your family moved to LA. Yeah, so me, uh, me, my mom, my dad, and my younger brother moved to LA. My sister Jenny um, had already moved here um, like a couple months before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd been coming back and forth for a while, and I knew it was something that I eventually I had to do because if I was going to make this my career and not just a hobby or something that I enjoy doing, which I love and I, I do enjoy doing this, but I had to make it. You know, I had to really put it first um you know in my life and so um i feel like if i want if if i was going to do it i had to fully commit so we made the move um my parents were really great about that uh, you know allowing me to do that and going from the city that we grew up in that i grew up in and they lived for years and years and years um you know it was it was definitely really hard but um we still go out there a lot we have um a lot of my sisters still live there um, so it seems like they're really supportive of your career because yeah, definitely they put you first and for sure. And sometimes I might forget that. Sometimes I have to remind never myself, forget that. <laughs> sometimes I, I exactly I have to remind myself for sure that like um, you know my my parents really did that for me and that's incredible. You yeah. know that they really supported me that much to to move out here. Yeah. yeah, for for me that's awesome. So you said that Jenny was already living in LA. Mm-hmm. What a, what what was the reaction from your other siblings when they? heard that you guys were going to move um they i mean they've they all kind of knew that it was going to eventually happen just mm-hmm. a matter of when um they were excited about it because then it gave them more excuses to come out to la and uh they were more looking forward to like yeah now we can you guys use your guys address to get the southern california disneyland passes so because <laughs> uh, there's a better discount on yeah. it so <laughs> they I were excited mine. about that <laughs> I haven't got mine yet, but they all have. Mm-hmm. So um, they were excited about that. But you know, even though we are like three hours away from each other and miles apart, it still feels like you know we're we're all kind of together. Still, it doesn't feel like there's a big uh, change because we see them we see them all the time, all my sisters. So um, it doesn't really feel too different. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I love I love it out here. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm happy where I'm at for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ended up leaving Clovis in the what was it after your sophomore year of high school? Uh, it was it was in the middle of my junior year, but okay. I um, had already started doing um, like an independent study. I started my independent study like the on like the online school. Uh, it was at the very end of my sophomore year, but mm-hmm. I'd say like junior year. That's when I really started. Um, what was if, it like making that transition? It was it was pretty difficult. Uh, I mean, it still is. I'm finishing my senior year right now, and uh, it it's been pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie; it has mm-hmm. not been easy. I'm not um, not that I'm like you know not good at like 
doing school or anything like that. I feel like if I were in a regular school, it would be uh, definitely a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But uh, since it's online, it is a little more difficult. Just um, not only finding the time to do it, but uh, to um, motivating yourself. Yeah, kind of teach yourself as well. You you don't have like a teacher sitting there making you kind of do it. You have to really really focus on it and mm-hmm. like sit at the computer for hours and really dig into it and uh, once I did you know started digging into it that's when it really started becoming more easy but at first it would be kind of hard for me to like uh, you know like sit at the computer when I can just make a new tab and go to Twitter or something like that which mm-hmm. I used to do that a lot um, but since it's like it was my senior year I really really knew I needed to like focus really really hard on mm-hmm. it so I'm about to graduate it's a home stretch right now yeah so you're almost done <laughs> almost done I'm like cannot wait and I think it's going to be kind of weird I don't know what I'm going to do when school's over well I do know what I'm going to do when school's over but, uh, <laughs> you're going feel, on tour <laughs> yeah it's going to feel really weird I think not to have that um, you know school all mm-hmm. the time and like having to do it do you think you're going to miss you know missing out on graduation and prom and things like that yeah you know um, well luckily I'm going to prom I uh, heard yeah. <laughs> um, so we just uh, the, the contest winner was just announced really excited about that um so uh me and olive garden kind of partnered up for that and uh it was it was a really great thing because it gave me the opportunity to be able to go to prom now and uh not only that but it also um you know gives the person i'm going with the opportunity that we get to go together and stuff and so that's going to be great do you have your Um, tux ready uh working on that right (laughs) now actually we're just talking about that so uh my tux should be ready soon Hopefully. You're not going to yeah. go with any crazy colors, right? Uh, no, no. Good. I'm, I'm a pretty... Uh, simple. Simple person. Keep it yeah. simple. <laughs> Do it. Um, so, I know that your sister, Jenny, is actually the one who got you started YouTubing. Yeah. Uh, she had her own YouTube channel, and you did a couple videos with her, yeah. but then she's the one who inspired you to create your own channel. Yeah. You did... So... Yeah. Yeah, so um, we did a couple of videos together on her channel uh, a long time ago. And um, she also would make like little random videos that were hilarious, but we don't have them anymore, unfortunately. And we wish we would have saved those videos. Mm-hmm. But um, so we so we had we did those together. Um, and then she really told me that I needed to make my own channel. Um, either not not just because she wanted her to keep her own channel for herself, because <laughs> my because then she started getting subscribers and people started were getting confused because. They were like, okay, is this Ryan's channel? Is like this really his channel? Or is it like, whose channel is it? So I was like, you know, I didn't really know if I wanted to do it. And I didn't really know if I wanted to make my own YouTube channel at the time. Um, so finally, after like, I don't know, it took a while for me to really, really convince myself and to have her convince me to make my own channel. Um, I was like, you know what, whatever. You know, what am I, what do I have to lose? Um, so I posted a video and from there, that's kind of how it all happened and it's still a blur for me, like to look back yeah. and think about it all. Um, that it first still video. hasn't really. It still re- really hasn't said in how it, it really all happened. Yeah. Um, but all I can say is like I'm definitely really grateful for everybody who made the choice to just click on that video and uh, subscribe or even comment or like it and then you know spread the word about it. That means so much to me. Mm-hmm. That first video got ten thousand views in one week. Yeah, in a week, and that was something that. Uh, I th- we used to get when we, me and Jenny would make videos together we'd get like 300 views in mm-hmm. a couple months or something like that and uh, we thought that was awesome but uh, <laughs> we'd share it on MySpace and all this stuff oh like, MySpace yeah. <laughs> um, back in the MySpace days and uh, 
you know, so when I when I posted the video and I, I literally started from nothing. I didn't I had my Facebook that just had all my friends on it mm-hmm. and I was I shared it on there and I was like, guys, check this out. Um and, you know, I, I didn't know it was gonna happen. But uh seeing how it all happened, it was really shocking. What do you attribute that success to? Was it just you going out there and guerrilla marketing and sharing it on Facebook and stuff? I or? think I think something that had to do with it, um I mean I'd like to think that uh, my voice had something to do with it, <laughs> Your talent. <laughs> um, no, but I think that something that had to do with it was um it was I did the song was Forget You by CeeLo Green. Mm-hmm. And so at the time it might have been I think it was a popular song at the time. Definitely. Um might have been in its peak. And so I think that from people searching up, you know, that song, that's might have, I really don't know how it, that's like kind of the way that I, I I kind of guessed how that happened, but I shared it on Facebook and then, um, people, maybe some, I like my friends, I made my friends share it. I was like, share it and like, see what people would think. And then, uh, I don't know, it all happened. And, uh, all I can say is it's, I'm grateful for that. And ever since looking back, it's, it's definitely one of those moments I look back on and it's like how little did I know that just by posting that would all this would happen yeah and the first videos that you did it was just you sitting in front of a webcam (laughs) or whatever it was um it was a flip camera Mm -hmm. some people uh think that it's like on a a webcam it was it was a flip camera and um I yeah just set it up by my computer and I'd usually play like uh like an instrumental version that I'd find on YouTube of something that I liked so uh I would just do it like that and um, post, you know, yeah. take a couple tries. Sometimes it would take like two tries or there was one time I think I did it like once. But I was, I've always been a perfectionist, which is might might be my biggest problem in life mm-hmm. is that I get very, uh, it has to be a certain way with things and, and that might be my, my biggest uh, flaw. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I would, I would do it a lot of times and uh, just put it up there and, I'm glad that people enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. And now the videos have yeah. skyrocketed and it's, more production quality, everything. Yeah. So um, I've always wanted to do, like, I remember when I first started, I always wanted to do one of the covers that were, like, you know, they had the microphone and um, had the good quality. Because, I, like I said, I always did it on mm-hmm. flip cameras, uh, which no matter what, I mean, I, I still post videos to this day with, like, just my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't always have to have, like, the big production with it. Um, but even when it is like the nice cameras, it's not really like a big production too. Like, I just get um, these, these these cameras that I borrow, and um, I pull. I literally get the track from an instrumental website and uh, just put it on. Or sometimes we've even done it where I've, one of my friends have have played um, the instrumental like on guitar or whatever it is. Uh, so I, I try not to make it too big of a deal like when I'm doing it. But I do like to make it nice, and I like to have a good quality, mm-hmm. too, because people like that, and I want to try and give them, like, the best quality possible. Yeah. But I, like I said, I still do the iPhone videos, mm-hmm. which sometimes I think those are the greatest ones, too. Because they're more impromptu. They're very, like, chill, and, uh, yeah, it's, like, right on the spot. One time I did it on this on the airplane from Toronto to New York. I was flying from one show to the next, and uh, it was, like, I mean, probably five degrees in the actual airplane the heat wasn't working like so we were all sitting there like with I mean there weren't that many people on the plane it was a small plane there was like maybe 20 people on the plane and everybody was just like in this bad mood like everyone's all cold and like we just wanted to fly but our plane was like delayed so we're sitting on the airplane shivering and uh 
someone was just like, oh, go sing, like someone in my band. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then the lady overheard, the flight attendant, and she's like, oh, yeah, you got to, you got to. Um, so I was like, all right, I feel like people's spirits need to be a little enlightened right now. Maybe, I, maybe hopefully this will make people a little happier just by singing something. But maybe it would have the opposite effect. I had no idea whether people <laughs> would like it or not. So I just got up there and sang, and people really enjoyed it. And I feel like, you know, that was a cool feeling, too, because doing that it like you know brightened people's you know people like told me that it brightened their day and like that really made me happy I was like that's awesome so you get an overwhelming amount of positive comments on your YouTube on your Twitter Um, I feel like going out and starting your own YouTube channel um, sometimes people are susceptible to haters, or I call them online trolls. Um, but how do you overcome when you see like a negative comment? Um, so at first, it was definitely something that I would be like, "What the heck? Like that's so messed up," mm-hmm. and I would get really kind of not like angry over it, but just kind of like confused. Like, why do they have to do that? You know. Um, but then I kind of thought to myself, like, there's this one person saying something, and then there's you know a hundred more comments that are saying like something nice Mm -hmm. and um why would i take the time to like focus so much on this one person that doesn't like it then focus on the people that say something nice um even on twitter sometimes people will say something and uh i'll kind of um you know if it's something that's not true or something and i'll kind of sit there and be like i want to reply so bad I know. and i know that like that's not the right thing to do and i know that you know so i i th- i have done that before where i not not that i um said anything rude back but i kind of like just kind of did like maybe something like uh i don't know make like a sassy comment back it to them <laughs> and it feels so and and, and and in the moment it might feel good but really Afterwards, I'm like, that was not cool because then people go back to the person who who I, you know, tweeted and they'll start like saying stuff. And it's like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give them not only not only that attention, but I don't really want to put that on them. Like, you know, have other people say bad stuff to them. So I, you know, stopped doing that for sure. And uh, that's a good outlook. um, I'd rather, uh, you know, focus on the positive than uh, think about the couple negative things that people say so yeah they always say that even the biggest hater whenever if they were to meet you they would come up and they'd be like oh my gosh hi i'm your biggest (laughs) fan yeah i i I mean there definitely have been times where um at first it's i mean i feel like uh there's been times where even people have come to my shows and they they didn't really know what they were gonna think about it but then once they kind of you know, uh, saw me live. It was really cool um, when people were like, I didn't, you know, at first I didn't like you, uh, I'll be honest with you, but then I saw you perform and, you know, that was awesome. And that really, that, that's cool to see something like that. And I respect people like that too because um, when they're honest like that and be like, and they say something like, you know, they might have not have liked me at first, but then they, that, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so on your YouTube channel, you've covered songs by everyone from Bruno Mars to John Mayer, Michael Bublé. Um, who is your favorite artist to cover? My favorite artist to cover? Um, my favorite artist is John Mayer. Mm-hmm. If I could cover every single one of his songs, I really would. Um, but uh, I think people might think that that would be kind of weird. A boy crush? Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> so um, He's my favorite artist. He is the, I think, um, I mean, just everything about his music, the lyrics, the melody, the, 
um, I mean, even the way the play the way he plays his guitar is so good. And he's uh, really talented. He's just talented all around. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him on tour this 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 year. It's gonna be awesome. Are you gonna try to meet him? Who knows? Uh, I would love to, but uh, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've done a couple Justin Bieber covers. Yeah. And then he ended up covering one of your songs. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, you know, so like you said, I I did, a, I think, like one or two covers back in the day of um, one of his music. Mm-hmm. And um, so when he did that cover of my song, that was really... That was that was one of those moments where yeah. I never thought that would happen to me. You know, of, of you know, of all the times of you know, it was, it was so crazy. Um, and and I went on Twitter and I saw, you know, people talking about it, and I was like, "There's no way that this happened. Yeah. Like, what are they what are they talking about?" And so I clicked on the link that all these people were sending me, and after I saw that, I was like, the the feeling was more of like I was so grateful for that because, uh, you know, the fact that he took the time of his day. Um, and uh, he's a really busy guy. He did it so, on piano. He yeah, had to learn he, that. he played it on. That was that's that's great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, did you even know you were on his radar at that point? I had no idea, really. I mean, I I I didn't really think about like other other people. Like, oh, I wonder if they've watched my videos or anything like that. Um, but uh, that was that moment. Like, he didn't follow me on Twitter or anything before that. So I didn't really. I mean, I didn't really think about that. But. Uh, after he did that, like I had no idea that he even knew like who I was at mm-hmm. all. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I listened to a lot of interviews that you've done before this, and it seems like everyone always compares you to him. <laughs> um, but I want to know who do you think you're most similar to? Artists like present day or past? Oh, man, that's that's a hard question. Um, Hmm. Or do you think that you're just kind of carving your own path? I mean, that's I have a lot of influences, but I'd say like I don't know if there's any. I don't know if I'm similar to or who I'm most similar to. I'll yeah. be honest. Um, there there might be, but uh, I don't I don't know. Most of my influences, um, like when I'm writing a song or something, I, I I think about like I love you know I look at my influences and I love the music that they do, and I'm not like trying to do something that they've already done, but. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying, I am trying to do something on my own and something that's unique and different from other people. Um, Is there anyone's career that you would want to emulate? Someone's career, maybe Um, John Mayer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean he's he's doing really well right now. Um, Yeah, I mean someone like that, someone who has a real uh, authentic authenticity to their music. Mm -hmm. That's something I really want to. you know, put in my music is that authentic, like real artist, uh, you know, the creativity, um, not just everything that you're going to hear on the radio, um, something like that. Because, uh, I feel like sometimes people lose sight of that nowadays. Mm -hmm. They're thinking more about what, what song is going to play on the radio rather than, uh, making music that people are going to connect with. And that's definitely one of my goals is to make music that people are going to connect with and that I'm going to connect with personally. Yeah. So how did you make that transition from doing covers of other people's songs to writing your own songs? Um, I've always wanted to write my own music and make my own music. Uh, never thought it'd be possible. Um, but, uh, I've, I mean, I wrote songs when I was growing up, like just little things. Um, but, uh, I remember when I first wrote, um, like my first real song, uh, it was Every Little Thing, which was my first single, first song I ever released. Um, that was the moment that I knew that this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
and looking back, uh, you know, it, it was just that one clear moment that I knew that this is something that it wasn't just a hobby anymore. It was something that I really wanted to pursue, um, you know, with with my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that you actually learned guitar uh, for tours that you've done in the past. Um, what was the process learn of learning guitar like? Because I know that you kind of taught yourself. Yeah. So um, at first, it's definitely like when you're first starting out on anything and, um, you know, you're looking at all these other people who play so well and uh, you're having trouble playing like a couple chords. It's definitely very... Um, it kind of brings you down a bit, you know, because yeah. I, I and I'm like, this is gonna take so much time. Bar and, chords are hard, yeah, and dude. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very hard, and at first it was very hard, and it still is pretty hard. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but um, you know, I I've kind of I just told myself that it's gonna take time for sure, mm-hmm. and like you know, before I know it, um, a year is gonna come by, and I'll be able to play all this stuff. So. Um, I kind of just I would look at videos on YouTube or, or whatever and uh, just kind of start messing around and stuff and it's definitely become more fluent now and uh, something that's a lot easier but I'm still I still am learning and I'm mm-hmm. still every day you know constantly uh, teaching myself so uh, yeah it'll improve <laughs> it'll only get easier um, do you do you learn better by reading tabs or by sounding it out um, I learn I the best way that I learned and the quickest way that I learned honestly um I this is what I would do no joke at first I would go on YouTube videos and um kind of look at whatever song I wanted to play and um I would like literally I'd pause the video and literally sit there and play the chord and take my fingers off and play the chord and take my fingers off and play the chord and keep doing that until it became something that was like more natural mm-hmm. so um that's kind of how I first started out was just learning chord by chord and um I mean, I was learning some, like, the at first, I didn't even want to learn, like, really simple songs. I really wanted to learn, um, you know, like I said, John Mayer is my favorite artist. I wanted to, like, you know, learn his his um, parts on guitar, and I, I really wanted to master that, but it's, like, so, he plays really, uh, dif- like, difficult. Yeah. Um, so, but one of the first lo- songs I actually learned, um, it's, like, probably not... It's not the real version, but uh, was one of his songs called "Stop This Train," and um, it was something. I, it was my favorite song of his. Uh, so, like after I learned that, and I was, I was, you know, pretty. I had started like actually picking up the guitar like six months or even five months before this, and, and so learning that song really, really motivated me because um, it was definitely a difficult song. But I, lo- I was so passionate about it that I wanted to learn it that much, and. Uh, it like really that kind of is when I really wanted to like play guitar more and more mm-hmm. and more is because it became so like addicting like just um, learning like your favorite songs and being yeah. able to play it on guitar. You feel accomplished yeah, after you sure. finish learning something. So in November 2011, you released Every Little Thing, yep. and it got to be number 89 on the iTunes chart. Yeah, it which was is unbelievable. It was crazy. Um, you know, that was something I did not expect at all. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, right after I released that, I literally just wanted to lock myself like in the studio and just keep working Mm -hmm. because that feeling of releasing something is so amazing. Every, every artist, um, knows that, you know, when you're putting out a song, that feeling is like, there's nothing better than being able to share your music with people. 
Um, so, you know, going from that and releasing the EP, um, I was, it was a great experience mm -hmm. for sure. And there are artists who are twice as old as you who wish <laughs> that they could get, you know, that high on the charts. So what does it mean, you know, having that be your first single and being so young? Um, you know, it's something I definitely look, will look back on years from now and, uh, you know, see it as one of the parts of my life that I'll never forget. Um, mm -hmm. You know, still, it still feels pretty recent to me. It still ha doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Um, only about a year and a half or yeah. a little more than that. But uh, um, it is it, it is really crazy, though, looking back and, um, you know, seeing from then and now and what's changed and stuff. So Yeah. And because of that single, Billboard, the magazine, called you, you know, number 10 on their top rising list of yeah, was, social media stars. Awesome. And I think RyanSeacrest.com Yeah, they premiered the video, it, yeah. yeah. So you had a lot of success just coming off of that first single. You released your first EP in 2012, and that featured six songs that were completely original. Yeah. Um, so what was the, the process writing for that? So um, the process writing for that, I definitely did not want to write um, a bunch of love songs. Uh, I definitely wanted to There are a couple love stuff. songs on there. Yeah, there are a couple <laughs> love songs, but I didn't want to make it, you know, sometimes I feel like people will kind of put themselves in a box and just write a bunch of songs about love and stuff, which I am young. Um, but uh, I wrote a song called Hey LA, which mm -hmm. became the single from the EP. And uh, that was um, a really, really fun. I loved working it's on so that song. Catchy. It's so it, catchy. Um, you know, the, when I play it in live shows, it's definitely a great feeling when people hear the first, you know, a uh, couple guitar chords and they mm -hmm. all like start screaming. It's that's an awesome <laughs> feeling. Um, like Me or Not's on there, which is another really uh, one of my favorite songs I did. Um, has a really cool feel to it. Uh, give myself a try that one um uh you know i wanted to write about the feeling of uh you know when i first started doing all of this and i didn't really know what was gonna work out for me i didn't know what was gonna happen um or you know people would say stuff you know like in the comments like we talked about earlier um but uh i talked about you know giving yourself a try and to not let people bring you down and stuff and people really enjoy that song and it, mm -hmm. uh, people have told me that it's helped them out which feels awesome you know to be able to help people out with your music and you know all the songs on there really all have a piece of i guess you could say piece of my heart so um i'm really happy how it did and uh, how it's still doing and yeah. i can't wait to release a full album and debut an album that's gonna yeah. be great and even if there are people who are hating on it you got that ep to be <laughs> number one on the itunes pop charts that's and what crazy. was it number seven on itunes yeah. in general yeah that was that was definitely a feeling of i mean not a comp it was a, a bunch of mixed feelings accomplishment um you know, I f definitely felt very accomplished. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt uh, so grateful. I mean, there's been a lot. I'm always grateful for everyone who supports me, but like seeing that, um, just really like, I mm -hmm. kind of had to pause for a second. Like, wow. And that happened 24 hours after it was downloaded <laughs> or after it was released. Yeah, yeah, that was. What was the first crazy. thing you did when you found out? I I was sitting. I mean. Okay, so I was watching TV the night before. I fell asleep on my couch. Yeah. And I woke up, and I didn't know it was going to happen. It was number two on the pop charts all night. And I was sitting there. I was like, you know, I'm, I, if it goes any higher, like, you know, if it goes number one, then I'll freak out. But number two, like, wow, I'll take that. Like, mm -hmm. that's awesome. And it was right under Frank Ocean. Like, so I was like, all right, <laughs> you know, I, I respect that, you know. Um, and then I woke up, and I saw it, and I, like, just... 
I mean, it was one of those things where I was sitting there and uh, I mean, I, I fell asleep the day, you know, the night before that. And with just the happiest feeling in the world, I felt like I was on cloud nine and, um, you know, waking up and seeing that I was, I remember laying down the couch and picked up my phone like I do, like I do every day. I almost forgot what happened the day before. And I was sitting there and I saw it and like, I swear it was like eight in the morning and I literally jumped up and I felt like I was wide awake. Like, you know, I, I felt like I'd been up for hours and I was like, looked at it and I was like, there's no way. Like it was <laughs> one of the most exciting feelings of my life. Mm-hmm. And I straight up went to Twitter. The first thing I did was just thank everybody. Who's the first person you told in person? I think it was I think it was my dad. My dad came downstairs and I was like, "Did you see what happened?" and uh he was like, "What? What?" and I was like, "It went number 1." And he was like, "No way." Ah. Freaking out. So Did your parents do anything for you special? Um, well, I think like I mean, they didn't we didn't do anything like really crazy, but uh we we the night that it was released, like we all went out to dinner and stuff and uh I mean, we didn't like go like uh, you know, because it's even though like it was a awesome moment, but um, I wasn't like trying to like go celebrate it, you know, like go crazy about it. But uh, uh, it was, I mean, I just remember seeing like my family around me and just being like so happy mm-hmm. and grateful for it all, and grateful that my parents made that move for me, and it all everything really felt worth it at that point. Mm-hmm. Cool. So in 2012, you were also nominated for a Teen Choice Award. Yep. You were up against a lot of other web <laughs> acts, um, including Sophia Grace and Rosie, <laughs> yep. Carmen, a ton of people. And a couple of the people you've either done covers with or done covers of their songs. Yeah. So was there any friendly competition there? Um, I remember the day that I found out, uh, me and Carmen, we actually had a show together um, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And um, so I remember waking up and seeing that. And again, I was so excited um, and really, really grateful. And I remember uh, seeing Carmen at the show and I was like, so, you know, uh, you know, it was right after we did the cover together. I was like, so, uh, you know, that uh, we're up against each other uh, for the choice <laughs> words, right? And they were like, oh, no way. I was like, I was like, yeah. So, um, you know, we're friends and all, but uh, definitely going to be some tough comment. Oh, I'm just kidding. I, but I was like joking around with them, but uh, it was it was. It was just friendly yeah. competition, and Cimarelli as well. Really talented girls, and I'm really grateful that I got to do a cover with them. And um, they're they they're awesome, and their mm-hmm. fans are awesome. Very supportive of a uh, very supportive of them. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was it was cool to like be against people that you were like friends with, and uh, there wasn't like a feeling of like oh I gotta I gotta win. I like mm-hmm. it was really whoever won. I was grateful. For, you know, I was glad they won. Yeah. So. And you had been to the Teen Choice Awards the year before, yeah. but you hadn't been nominated yet. Did they treat you any differently when you went the second time? Yeah, so the first time I, I didn't, like, really walk the red carpet or anything like that, uh, which is whatever. But uh, the next <laughs> year I, I uh, got to do that. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat a little closer, too, um, which is awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's – it's. I mean, it was just – it do was. Do you not cool like to- walking the red carpet? Uh, Are you over I it? Feel like, I mean, no, it's it's cool, and it, mm-hmm. uh, it's cool to be able to be there, but I feel like sometimes uh, it's it's something that it's, like, all, like, glorious, and I don't want to mm-hmm. make it like that because, really, like, I like to be there, and I love to talk to the people, like, the, the media outlets and stuff like that and see, like, people I've seen before and, like, say hi to them and stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't try to make anything, like, all, like, get super ready for it and, like, mm-hmm. try and get all, like, you know 
cool for it. Like, you know, so I really wish that I would just go some like one day I'm going to do this. I swear. Um, just show up at an, at an award show or whatever and just a shirt and jeans. Cause like, <laughs> I wish that's how it could be. You yeah. know, I wish you didn't you feel keep like it casual. Was, yeah. And you could wear what you want to wear without people being like, what is he wearing? You know? Mm-hmm. So, so it seems like even with all this success and, you know, with, media in your face and all these fans you still want to stay humble and grounded for sure that's been the the goal the whole time is no matter what happens uh, to keep you know the same mindset that I did when I first started out mm-hmm. um, which was just share uh, my my love for music and share the passion that I had with people and um, hopefully help them out or uh, you know do something like that because the the greatest thing that I've gotten out of all this is to be able to, you know, share my music and in a positive way for sure, and always have the positive vibe about myself. Um, because the 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 more positive you are, the people around you will will be positive, and you know, I just um, definitely always wanted to keep that mindset mm-hmm. for sure. Do you think that's because of you know your upbringing and how close you are to your parents? I definitely feel like my family has kind of helped me out with that for sure. I feel like. Um, my whole life, you know, being close with my family and my parents did teach me in, uh, really great values in life and uh, um, definitely helped me out in life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being close with my family and all my siblings uh, really kind of, I guess you could say, really gave me that mentality for sure. Yeah. So I've seen the videos, I've heard the stories about where you show up and do an impromptu show and yep. hundreds of girls <laughs> just show up. So do you ever get used to that? I mean, it's still very shocking. It's still, I'm always very nervous. I'll be honest with you when I when I say that I have a meet and greet and uh, I don't know how many people are going to show up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I not that I'm like I want thousands of people to be there. It's more of like I just, you know, I just don't want to show up and it'd be like you know nobody is there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I do get very nervous about it, but uh, it's it's always really cool to be able to do stuff like that mm-hmm. and be able to. Um, you know, I don't want it to ever feel like that there's like a barrier between me and like my supporters because we're all just, you know, regular human beings and why not just, you know, go say what's up to everybody. So I always want to make sure that uh, it's like that. And, uh, you know, having meet and greets at all the cities I go to is really awesome. Yeah. You've done a ton of shows. I mean, sold out shows. Do you ever get nervous still? Stage right a little bit? Um. I don't really get nervous. I get more very excited. I get um, more like anxious. Like I just want to go on stage mm-hmm. and perform. Um, but is it is good to uh, have a little nerve in in your body though because uh, um, you don't want to be like you want to be comfortable, but mm-hmm. you don't want to be too comfortable. It's like adrenaline. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you want to have that kind of like you're up on your feet mm-hmm. uh, a bit. Yeah. So you've gotten a lot of marriage proposals uh, on Twitter, in person. What is the most creative one? Or most memorable, Uh, maybe? Most creative one. I mean, it's all very, like, I I almost (laughs) don't know what to say when it happens. Yeah. It's like, like, I mean, I always say, like, yeah, sure, why not? (laughs) um, But it's like sometimes uh i mean i know they're doing it as like a you know just for fun mm-hmm. so it's like that's you know it's and i and i definitely respect them for that because i would don't i don't know if i could have the guts to do something like that yeah. to like somebody i don't like really know like personally so um i, I always say like yeah for sure <laughs> so, 
I don't know, but I respect them all though for definitely having having the guts to do it. Yeah. Um, so you are about to go on tour with Cody Simpson. Um, it's an eight week eight week long tour. Yeah. Um, that's really long. You're yeah. Going all around the United States, a little bit in Canada. Um, so how do you prepare for a tour like that? So uh, I mean, I've been. I just came from rehearsal right now, actually. Um, where I was working with my band and, uh, you know, kind of figuring out the songs that I'm going to do, um, changing it up a bit. Uh, also, um, I don't know how it's going to be like on the bus, but it's my first bus tour. So, Mm -hmm. um, that should be really exciting and, uh, real fun. I'm, I've always wanted to go around, you know, the United States, whether it be on a tour or not, just, just go and, and drive across the United States. So now I get to do that and not only do that, but also perform and do what I love and, you know, uh, perform for people. So it's going to be really fun. I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity to do it, and I can't wait to see everybody yeah. out there. I've heard that a lot of pranks happen on tour. Do you have anything planned? You know, I'm the one usually getting pranked. So <laughs> I'm kind of uh, nervous about that. I, I'm not a huge, like, you know, prankster or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but uh, my biggest prank is, like, Oh, let's go doorbell ditch, you know? <laughs> You've got to plan something. You've got to get, like, some yeah, maybe shaving cream and, like, well, Something like that, yeah. for sure. But I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, really excited to um, go with my band and stuff. That's mm-hmm. going to be great. Um, and, yeah, it's almost like going on tour with friends because uh, me, Cody, and Allie, like, you know, we've hung out a bunch of times. And so um, Allie is Cody's sister. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it's like going on tour with friends is going to be great. Yeah. Um, so you work a lot with charities, and right now you're teaming up with Do Something. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that partnership. Yeah, so um, me and Do Something uh, have done a lot of you know things together. Uh, right now, we, we I just did something with them for VH1 Save the Music, um, which is awesome because that's a really great program in itself. Um, but yeah, I, I love you know working with Do Something because... It's an organization that not like that has so many things that helps people out. It's not just one thing. It's like they have so many things that help people out, which is really really awesome. And it has has an organization for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm all about you know positivity. And I'm all about people who um, love to help other people out. So they're 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 incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a lot about how you got to this point and all the things you've accomplished uh what do you see yourself doing in the future like what else do you want to accomplish uh i mean i haven't released an album yet so hopefully in the next couple years i'll have that out i'm Mm -hmm. just kidding i'm just kidding it's coming (laughs) soon i promise guys i'm working on it i swear um so i want to have a couple albums out for sure i want uh to um i want to go to different countries that i haven't been to um, You've been a, a bunch of places. I've been to yeah, I've been to a lot of places in the United States. I've also got to go to China, which was awesome. But I want to go to a bunch of different you know countries and stuff. Uh, I want eventually in life to get married, have kids, <laughs> uh, and then uh, go that's back. That's a ways away. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, that's a long time away. But um. I don't know. I mean, I'm still taking things step mm-hmm. by step every day. Yeah. So I heard that you might want to get into acting eventually or try that out. Yeah, I'd love to try it out. You know, why not? I'm, you know, I'd love to experience a lot of things. And that's definitely one thing I'd love to experience um, just to see how it is. But maybe like later, later on. 
Okay. Um, so I want to do a little word association game. All right. Quick fire. I'm going to say a word or phrase, and then you say the first thing that right. come to mind. You ready? Yeah. Let's okay. Go. Cody Simpson. Uh, awesome, awesome friend. Clovis, California. Hometown. John Mayer. Greatest artist ever. Hey, L.A. A lot of fun. I don't know. It was a lot of fun making it. So that's what I first thinking about. I'm sorry. These aren't words. These are like phrases. That's, so that's that totally count? fine. Right, first cool. thing to come to mind. Um, Ellen DeGeneres. Awesome. I. It's my dream to go on Ellen. I, I heard. I saw you with the cardboard that's cutout. So, that's so. I mean, eventually that'd be something I want to do. She's really cool. We should get that trending. <laughs> you on Ellen. Um, okay. Justin Bieber. Um really great artist I loved his last album and uh, I'm excited to see what he's working on right now um, but uh, yeah loved his last album that's a very long one, one sorry well, I just wanted <laughs> I'm to explain kidding, I'm kidding. I just wanted to because you know, I already said that for John yeah. Mayer so I wanted to yeah Billboard um, Billboard uh, awesome uh, what, what can I say about Billboard they're great I don't know I don't this is what I could say about them they're great and they've done a lot for me mm-hmm. so grateful for them definitely yeah youtube where i got started out um you yeah did give you your start yeah gave you my start so everybody youtube whoever created youtube i'm sorry i don't know your name but, uh, <laughs> thank you so much and clowns oh my gosh scary scariest <laughs> things ever i heard that you were afraid of clowns i'm i mean i've gotten a lot better mm-hmm. it's not as bad as it used to be but I mean, it, I think it's something that kind of ran in the family because my brother is, like, deathly afraid mm-hmm. of clowns. Um, so at night, if you ever mention It the Clown to him, which is a movie that, like, kind of probably started our That fear, movie scared me. Um, it's a creepy yeah, movie. It's very... It's probably one like, of the scariest when movies. When that clown comes out of the... the uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry so for bringing scary. it up. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Actually, one thing that got me over my fear of that was um, when I, I was home one day and I had nothing to do and I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna see like see if I can watch It the Clown so I went on YouTube and it was at different parts and I was like it was so hard for me to watch it but it definitely helped me get over the fear a little bit did you watch it by yourself no I my cousin was in the room too so I, yeah it, it wasn't you had a support system yeah I had a support system that's important sure. yep. that's definitely important okay um so this is the shameless plug time where you are allowed to talk about your tour, um, right. Twitter, YouTube, all that jazz. All right. So, yeah, tour this summer uh, with Cody Simpson on his Paradise Tour. And uh, it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're not going to want to miss it. Trust me, if you want, if you have nothing to do, then this is definitely something. Even if you have something to do, <laughs> this is something that you're going to want to do. Uh, my Facebook is official, uh, facebook.com slash slash the, or no, facebook.com <laughs> slash official Ryan Beatty. Um, then it's, uh, my Twitter is at the Ryan Beatty and um, my uh, Instagram. Instagram is at Ryan Beatty. So luckily I got the at Ryan Beatty on that one. <laughs> but make sure you just Sometimes people get confused with Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So. Website, Twitter, too. My website is The Ryan Beatty, where you can find everything. A lot of Ryan Beatties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and my Vine, find me on Vine. It's just Ryan Beatty. Oh, so yeah, I love Vine. It's a great app. <laughs> um, well, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much, Ryan, thank for coming for in. Um, I have to mention real quick, if you are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com or if you're watching us on YouTube, please take two seconds, go over to iTunes, rate, subscribe, comment, Rate us five stars. We would love you forever. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can follow everyone here at AfterBuzz TV. So for our engineer, Marissa, for Ryan yeah. Beatty, for everyone who helped set this up, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and we will see you next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.